You're listening to Ask Dr. Jake. My name is Dr. Jake Tucker, owner and founder of Good Life Family Chiropractic here on the south side of Lincoln. And I'm coming to you today with another message of health, hope, and wholeness. And what I wanted to do today is start to give you guys a practical guide via the five essentials to how to overcome some of the most common lifestyle-created diseases. And we're going to start today with heart disease, cardiovascular disease in general, heart disease specifically, and then some of the off branches of that. But more importantly, what are the contributing lifestyle factors that can help us prevent this from anywhere between 50 to 95% of the time? You look at the stats on cardiovascular disease. It was the number one killer last year. By far, the next closest death after 840,000 deaths was cancer at 600,000. And so we we're talking about a huge jump, a huge jump, catastrophic jump, because this is so much a lifestyle preventable disease. So if you or someone you know is dealing with this, then start by picking up the phone or a pen and paper and take this number down, 402-413-8825. You can call me, you can text me, I'm here to answer your questions, so please leave a message if I don't pick up right away so I can get back to you within the next hour to make sure that those questions are answered. And really, let, let's start it off by sharing my dad's story because he really uh, is the reason why I care so much about heart disease. And a lot of you, you've listened for a while, you've heard uh, just that my dad survived a traffic accident or a tractor accident just uh, just a couple weeks ago, he got run over by an N9 and the track, the rear wheel sat on his pelvis for almost 40 minutes. And so it's just incredible that he's alive right now, but we wouldn't even be having that conversation if we didn't go back almost 10 years ago. Now, right when I was uh, graduating chiropractic school, right as I was starting my practice, we had our first son, Dietrich. And Dietrich, you know, I love him to death. He wanted to come down and see his grandson and see exactly what was going on with him. So he, he drove from Michigan. And when he got out of the car, he barely staggered to the door uh, with just how out of shape he was. Yeah, he, he was huffing and puffing. Just yeah. And then I looked at him. He was in shorts because we were in Atlanta at the time. And his ankles, his lower legs were miscolored and blue. His lips and tongue had gone gray. His almost a picture of walking death, just looking at him. And I was so happy to see my dad. But over the next couple of weeks while he was down there with us, just spending time with his new grandson, I started to intervene in his health. And it started the same way I'm going to start with you guys. Number one is we have to start with the mindset of health. My dad is very old school. He grew up on a farm you know, and, and he worked as a mechanic for the early part of his life before self-made. He taught himself the principles of engineering, and now he works at, on assembly lines as an engineer designing assembly lines for the big three and anyone that will give them their business. And he's one of the smartest men I know, one of the hardest working men I know, but he grew up with a mindset of health that if it ain't broke, you don't fix it. And that is just a, a diseased mindset at the core. You know, if you wait until you feel a symptom of heart disease, which very clearly he had, he had congestive heart failure. And while no doctor had told him that because he didn't go, he didn't feel the disease. Heart disease at its root takes 20 years of having it 
actively in your body before you feel the first symptom. And so I had to teach him what health is. Health is a state of 100% optimal function and the ability of your body to heal. And there's one system that controls that. So that's the second category within heart disease that we have to look at proactively. The central nervous system controls all function for your heart to beat, for your blood pressure to regulate to uh, according to whatever stresses or lack thereof there are in your life. A signal has to come from the brain, run down the spinal cord and out the nerves to every single organ tissue and cell in your body. It doesn't happen any other way. We know if we cut the brainstem, that the whole body stops, including the heart. If we cut all the nerves that go to the heart, the heart also stops. But it's very rare to cut those nerves because the spine is designed to surround and protect and also integrate into the function of that central nervous system. If that spine is out of its normal position, which is straight up and down from the front, with three 45-degree curves from the side, directly straight and tall, perpendicular to the plane of the horizon or to the plane of the floor, then there is no pressure or damage from the misalignments of the spine. But if you take one of those vertebrae out of position, you take the spine out of alignment by two millimeters or two degrees, and you leave that there for five minutes, that can disrupt the signal between your brain and the organ cells and tissues at the other end by as much as 60%, meaning that your brain can no longer communicate with your heart at 100%, meaning that your heart is no longer healthy. And so you can, the problem with this is most people think that they would feel a pinched nerve because that's essentially what I'm talking about, right? When a vertebra moves out of alignment and interferes with the communication through the nervous system pathway, most people think of that as a pinched nerve. But the problem is over 80% of the time, you do not feel a misalignment that is disrupting those nerve signals. And that's because less than 10% of the nerves in your body have to do with sensation. The rest of the nerves of your body have to do with function, and you can disrupt function without feeling it for as much as 20 years while those organs decrease in function continually. And so we started off by assessing his spine. We took him to the office. We checked his posture. First off, his head was way out in front of his shoulders, over two and a half inches, almost three inches of head forward posture. That right there is a huge warning flag. If you've got heart disease, if you've got high blood pressure, if you've got bad cholesterol, look at the position of your head. Is your ear directly over top of your shoulder when you're looking at yourself from the side? If it is, great. That's exactly where we want it. If it isn't, if it's drifting forward, we know from the research that that amount of pressure, just two inches, increases your risk of a cardiovascular event by as much as 50% compared to your peer group. That alone is enough to pick up the phone and call the office right now. We fix head forward posture. It starts with the phone call, 402-413-8825. Again, 413-8825. But from there, we also have to look at you from the front. If your head's directly over top of your shoulders, your shoulders directly over top of your hips, and your hips directly over top of your ankles, great. But if your head's drifted over to one side, if one shoulder's higher than the other, if your hips are out of place, that disrupts just the foundational basis of where your spine is. And if any of those things are off, it tells us that the brain is not firing well. The brain cannot fire well when it's out of position like that. And in my dad, his right shoulder was higher than the other because he's right-handed. He did everything right-handed for his entire life, everything from wrestling to football to engineering and you know working as a mechanic. Like All of this stuff was right-handed. Half of it was done on the computer. Half of it was done in the machine shop. And so he had strengthened the entire right side of his body while letting the left side go. That's not a good place to be. 
So then functionally, we need to see motion. Motion is life. Motion provides the energy for the brain to function and provide those signals going out to the heart. And so we looked at his range of motion. We looked for him to be able to touch his chin to his chest. He couldn't. I looked for him to be able to look all the way up and back at the ceiling, tilting his head backwards over his shoulders. He couldn't. I asked him to bring his ear to his shoulder. He couldn't do that without raising his shoulder up to his ear. He couldn't bend his head over to the side on the right or the left. The right side was much more restricted because of how much more he did on that side. He was looking to the right all the time, and he couldn't go any further because it was locked in place. Then from there, we looked at the motion of the low back. He could not bend forward and touch his toes. He couldn't bend backwards. He couldn't bend to the side equally. He couldn't twist around. It was making all sorts of noise every time he moved all these crunches and crinkles. It, it was telling me just from that portion of the exam that he had arthritis building in his spine and very likely had been building there for decades because of the misalignments that he had in his spine. Then from there, we went and we did a palpatory exam. We checked to see if there was any muscle spasm, any pain to the touch, or anything that would be a sign that something was not going right. And there were various areas of his spine that he couldn't feel as well as the other. There were areas that were spasmed, and there were areas of pain. Most of the spasm was across the shoulders, right where the nerves exit out and go to the heart, that control the heart. There was more stress there because of the head forward posture that he was having. Because he was looking down all the time, because he was working on a laptop all the time, these were putting stress on his spine. Then from there, we did a digital nerve scan. He showed up red across the board when we looked at the scan. Now, red indicates a severe irritation of those nerves, meaning that your body is sending out more signal than it should. It's sending out too much signal, and it's an irritated nerve. It's a sympathetic response that raises the blood pressure, raises the pulse rate, raises cholesterol because of the increase in inflammation. And so from there, I knew that I needed to take x-rays. We looked at his x-rays, and we confirmed everything that we saw on the outside. His head forward posture was catastrophic. He had lost half of the curve in his neck. You're supposed to have this nice, smooth 45-degree curve when you're looking at it from the side. He had lost 50% or 60% of that. And it was stretching out his spinal cord, putting pressure on the nerve roots, pinching him just by being in neutral, not even having to go into a pinched position. It was just pinched by default. And then on top of that, those misalignments had been there for so long that it had created arthritis in his neck. He didn't feel the arthritis. He just couldn't move his neck. He didn't feel the arthritis, but he was feeling the effects of the arthritis. And so we started there. We started him on chiropractic care, and we began to work on him. And as we began to correct his spine, the pressure came off the nervous system. His heart was allowed to heal. Meanwhile, we also addressed the other essentials. His nutrition was awful. He assumed that food that was safe to eat, approved by the FDA or the USDA, was fine for him, fine for his health. But he was eating junk food three to seven days a week. On average, at least five meals a week were done via fast food. Throw on additional restaurants, diners, business meetings, and he was getting half of his meals out. That's a very inflammatory way to consume food. And we know heart disease is at its root. It's an inflammatory condition because things like cholesterol production, cholesterol clogging arteries, that's an inflammatory response. That's your body's innate response to damaged arteries, arteries damaged by inflammation. And he knew that because, and we knew that because he wasn't getting real foods in his diet, it was creating inflammation. Then we looked at his exercise routines. He wasn't getting any other than walking to and from the assembly line floor 
he wasn't getting exercise. And so we started just having him walk some more, like get more steps in, but also increase the intensity of the exercise so that more oxygen was coursing through his bloodstream. And then lastly, we assessed his home products for inflammatory ingredients. And we, we saw that right away. Just in when he did get a home-cooked meal, it was prepared in aluminum or a nonstick Teflon pan right there. Inflammation-creating ingredients, toxic ingredients. His beauty supplies, quote-unquote, which he doesn't use as many as my mom did, but every single one of them had carcinogenic ingredients. And so we looked at those. We started to change those out to more natural products. And as we did, his life transformed. He lost over 80 pounds over the next two years. His spine transformed, and he got his health back. He survived the accident with the tractor because he invested in his health. And if you have not had your spine checked, if you have not had a five essentials assessment, then pick up the phone and call my office right now. I'm standing by to take your phone call. If you miss me, leave a message. But the number, 402-413-8825. Again, that's 413-8825. We'll be setting up that exam for you today for just $42, including the cost of the x-rays. Call now, 402-413-8825. I'm Dr. Jake Tucker. Have a great weekend, and I'll talk to you again next week.